one book, a few chapters, and hundreds of pages have led us to this. Adventure, romance, the thrill of a lifetime, a thousand lives that we get to explore. Join me. Hi family, it is Ashley Danny. I am back with another episode in this season of the By Ashley Danny podcast. I want to apologize. I didn't have an episode last week. Um, I did not prep well, and the whole weekend I had wedding stuff that I was doing, um, going to talk about or going to the tux place. I had my fitting. Um, my mom and Brett's mom met for the first time. We just had a lot going on, and my brain did just did not have the space to uh, honestly do an episode. So I apologize. Um, But I am here and I am ready to go. We are going to be uh, jumping into the relationship series that I talked about. I still want to do it. I still want to talk to you guys about it. I think it's important to talk about, um, even though this is supposed to be about books and different things. I really feel like... um, after doing my my single series two years ago, that I want to put something out there for singles who are getting into a relationship for the first time ever, because that's me. I went from being single all pretty much all my life to jumping into my very first and only um, serious relationship where we're now engaged and we're getting married. And, and it's a transition going from being single and doing everything on your own and all the things to now being a part of a team and a couple. And it's just, it is a lot. And I just want to share my knowledge. Now I am going to be protecting my relationship. Like I'm not going to give you a bunch of like detail details. Um, just because the the stuff the, some of that stuff is just really between me and my fiance Brett. Um I am going to tell you our love story today which I don't mind sharing at all. Um and and there'll be little things that I share but it's still I'm still going to protect it and only share certain things to make sure that um I'm not like bringing you guys into things that really are just personal. Uh, So yeah, but of course, before we get started into the episode, you know I like to shout out my sponsor, which is Limitless Broadcasting. Uh, They have a bunch of amazing shows uh, from chronic pain to reviews, and they're starting a new show about rants. So be on the lookout for that. But in the meantime, please, please, please take a listen to this uh, message from them. Hey, it's Robert from Limitless Broadcasting, reminding you to tune in to Limitless Broadcasting Network anywhere you get your podcasts, from Apple Podcasts to Spotify. Check us out today. Yes, please go check them out. Right now, the Pixie Dust Twins is in the middle of their dog uh episode month um and uh yeah I don't know where everyone else is but go check them out okay so I want to get into the nitty-gritty now uh I haven't really witnessed or not witnessed oh my gosh said what today's episode is named but you probably saw it when you started and it's called Disney lied to us 90s kids Yes, that is the name of the episode because, yes, we are going to be talking about it. I am a huge Disney lover, but still, I i mean, Disney inadvertently lied to us 90s kids when it comes to relationships. So really growing up, 
if you were a 90s kid, like grew up in the 90s and you watched the 90s and even early or late 80s uh, Disney princess movies, you grew up wanting a relationship like Belle and the Beast because he gave her a library. That was mine. Maybe Sleeping Beauty because he saved her from the Wicked Witch uh, or Wicked Fairy Maleficent or Cinderella because he took her from rags to riches or Jasmine because like she's a she was like a strong princess, but she had this amazing um, street rat who they went on adventures together. You, you might have grow up wanting a relationship like this. And there's there is something in us that that wants to be saved and cared for uh, by a prince. It's usually more of a female uh, trait uh, or uh, depending on what you uh, identify with. I am in here. This is a little bit more on the religious side. So um, I, I call it a female trait. I'm sorry if you're offended by that, but that's my my thought process. But it really is a female trait to be safe, wanting to be saved and cared for by a prince. That was how we grew up. And princes grew up thinking I'm supposed to save the princess and and care for the princess and, and, and all the different things. But I think it goes beyond just us watching media like that. I think it goes to how we were made. Um. And we were made not to want to be, I, I think we put a man in place, but I don't think we were actually made to want to be saved by a man or a woman, if it's in that your case. Um, but I think we were made to want to be saved by God. And because we can't see God, we've replaced him uh, with the only thing available, which would be men uh, for for us who, for us women. Uh, and and men are just as flawed as us women. So there, there's flaws there. So it, it causes issues because really those relationships are not perfect. The only good perfect relationship is your perfect relationship with Jesus Christ uh, or God. They're three in one, but we're not going to get into that. Anyways, uh, but let's be honest. Relationships, they're just not like that. A man doesn't save you and make everything better and live happily ever after. Stories don't take in all the emotions that can be felt in a relationship. Like, think about it. If we look at if we look at Cinderella, it, it's all about being saved from the evil stepmother. Mother. It's all about like the physical attraction. There's no other emotions that are going into. There's no emotions of of fear with him. There's no emotions of uh, or fear that they don't know each other. There's no emotions or conversation about their likes and dislikes. Like when we see stories, they're very very focused on certain things because the authors want to see want to get our attention for the story. And there's nothing wrong with that, but. It's not real. <laughs> and we forget that. We look at these stories and we're like, oh, my gosh, that's what I want. That's what I want. And I'm like, I was like that, too. And I sometimes my brain still goes there, even though I am in a committed relationship. But that's that's how we were kind of raised through media is we want to be saved by the man that we want this perfect happily ever after. But it isn't real. And it is something, like, personally for me, I had to come to terms with as I was in the dating realm. And, and I think men and women both have to find a way to come to terms with it or your marriage is going to be more of a finite thing than a uh, till death do us part thing. And and I think we see that a lot in relationships and, and different things that go on because of our sin and because of because we're flawed and all the different things. Um, 
I'm not saying to stay in a loveless marriage. I'm not saying that if you're being abused, whether it's by your husband or your wife, you shouldn't get out of it. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that we tend to want the fantasy in every single relationship when the fantasy isn't. It's that. It's a fantasy. It's not real. So just want to get that out there. Um, and and I'm not saying I'm also not saying that from, that relationships are not beautiful and groundbreaking and passionate because that's how we look at the on-screen relationships. I'm saying I, I or I I don't want you to hear that because they are they are every relationships are beautiful and groundbreaking and passionate and there's so many more facets in a relationship than I think what we grew up being told. And, and yes, there's a sense that as a young kid, it is good to start simple. But if you look at the slew of books that we have out there through middle school, through high school, through college, through as now into adulthood, all the different genres, I adore these books. I love these books. I am a huge fan of these books. We talk about them on the podcast or will be talking about them on the podcast. But the theme continues and rarely starts to show us some harder things. Rarely do you see books that show us some of the nitty gritty stuff that goes on in building the relationship. I think there are some books out there that do, but the majority of the time they don't. And if they do show anything, it has to do with the fantasy side of it, of the war or the conflict or whatever conflict it is. It's not actually about their relationship and them learning each other and learning these conflicts, learning conflicts about each other. It's the outside conflicts that a lot of these books go towards, not the actual internal conflicts that a, that a relationship has or could can potentially have. So we we ignore we ignore the harder stuff and and we go to the fantasy section. We go to the romance section. That's all about the passion and not what it's what is really in front of us. So how many people honestly fall in love? But I'm I'm stumbling over my words. Let's be real. Let's think about it. How many people actually fall in love with their boss who is single? Like that's a premise for so many books and stories. How many people honestly go back to their hometown, this is very hallmark, go back to their hometown and fall in love with their old high school sweetheart who just lost their wife or just lost their husband? Or the popular kid who didn't give them the time of day and they finally see them because it's been years now and you're different and, and they see past all of it. Who actually has the, who, who does this? Probably less than 1%. Yes, there are some stories like that out there. Yes, it can happen. But it doesn't on a normal basis. It does not happen on a normal basis. As we came out of our early 20s, or if you're coming out of your early 20s right now, and you hit, when you hit that age of like 25 to 27, it's when our brains actually fully developed. Did you know this? Like our brains are not fully developed until we're like 25, 27. I've heard both. Um, but it's, it's late 20s. And by that point, we need to start realizing or understanding or proceeding in life that romantic media is what it is fiction and understand fiction is not what you're going to get. Now for me personally I came to terms with this when I was almost when I was almost uh, living a young adult realistic fiction. Uh, most guys that I uh, had in my life romantically or wanted like wanted them in there romantically it just it wasn't the Disney story, which is which is normal. But I did have one scenario where I look back on it. I'm like, I could write a book about this. I would have to add some things, but I could. It, it's it's started along the lines. 
So when I was a young adult, I was living in an apartment. It was my very first apartment ever. And I met a very attractive Marine who was living in an apartment uh, on the same side of me. He was just upstairs. And I don't know why, but we we hung out one time and he just decided that we were friends and that he was going to kind of watch out for me. And we spent a lot of time together. He would um, make sure like the type of drinks I like were in his fridge, that there was food I liked in his fridge. Um, I was in my master's classes for one of my degrees and I would go upstairs with my homework and sit on his couch and do my homework next to him while he played, I think, Halo or or, or some video game. Um, and he'd make sure I was getting my homework done. Uh, he he would randomly come home with Disney stuff. Like he'd come knock on my door and there's a, a Disney CD. I think it was Frozen during that time. Frozen was out. So he got me the Frozen soundtrack and then he got me a Frozen poster and then he got me... Um, some like a Pez dispensers of I think the Ninja Turtles like he would randomly do these things and I can hear your wheel spinning they're like oh my gosh that does sound like a book and it did it really did and and we also had this weird thing where we could stare at each other and know exactly what each other was thinking it was almost like a conversation without words but but we were just friends we were just friends yeah and even he he would even date girls during this time. Like we knew each other for a year and and he and I would not date. Like I was not his his type or whatever. There was other things going on. But uh, he would have girlfriends and he would date them for a little bit, like a week or two before he would introduce them to me because he still wanted me in his life as his friend. And they didn't like me. They didn't like me because they saw our relationship. And and didn't like it. And apparently there was one girl he actually broke up with because of because um, she didn't want him hanging out with me anymore. Uh, so it, it really so all of that to say uh, it really was very much you kind of hear like the almost the young adult kind of thing. Now, it sounds like a book you would read, doesn't it? I mean, it does. Doesn't it? Doesn't that sound like he might even figure out he was in love with the girl and finally confess his love to her? Isn't that where it sounds like it should be going? But this is real life. And I honestly thought it did. I thought we would get there. I thought he was going to be my happily ever after if he would just realize that we were good for each other in my naive, my naive young self, my naive young self. Um, but after a year, I moved in with a friend to have a roommate and he moved elsewhere. And I think that's the last time I talked to him was that year. Um, and I had to come to terms with that because I realized that sometimes that's not just that's not real life. That was like a weird anomaly that happened in that moment. And it just it wasn't meant to be. This is not I'm not in a young adult book. I'm not a story. I am a real life person. And it was very difficult to walk away from that and be like, okay, I, he was not my Disney prince. Disney princes are not real. I have to, I have to come to terms with that. And that's difficult. That's difficult for a young girl who wants to fall in love. You know what I mean? Now, I am super happy. I want to, I want to clarify this right now. I am extremely happy that we never actually dated, that nothing ever came out of whatever our friendship was like back in, what was it, 12 years ago? Um, 
because I I love my fiance more than I can express to him. And, and he is so much better for me than any guy I've ever talked to or thought about wanting to have a relationship with. So I want to make that very, very clear. Like, I'm telling you this story because we, we um, create these stories for ourselves. Like, in my head, while I was hanging out with this guy, I was making a fantasy story in my mind of what we could be. And I probably added things in my mind that really weren't there and I wasn't seeing. So maybe some of the things that I just described to you, to him was no big deal, but to me was everything. Like it's, we tend to do that. We tend to put our love lives into a fantasy. And that was something I had to come to terms with realizing and knowing like I need to come back into reality a little bit. Now, I know I know this all sounds kind of extremely depressing, maybe causing you to want to stay single for the rest of your life, but but that's not the purpose. I'm not saying that relationships are not, that they're not um, great things. Uh, I, I'm not trying, I'm not trying to convey that. What I'm trying to convey is that when you are single, you need to understand what a relationship really is in the real world, and that's work. Yes, I use that word. W-O-R-K. Relationships in the real world are work. They just don't happen. That was what the story, what I meant from the story. It doesn't just happen like that. It's work. And yes, work has a negative tone to it. And and some people are like, well, I work all day. Why would I want my relationship to work? Because it is. But doesn't mean it can't be passionate, doesn't mean it can't be fun or heartbreaking or emotional or frustrating or exhilarating or any other adjective you can think of and shove in there. I use the word work because love and relationships don't just come naturally with no issues. You're literally taking two flawed human beings who deal with their own sin and crap on a daily basis, who have their own personalities, and put them together to do life together as a team. Relationships are a team effort. And and for my religious folks, I'm saying this again. Yes, a team. Because there are some people in the Christian faith um, who look at some of the some of the scriptures and I think they look at it as, well, the man is supposed to lead the relationship and he makes all the final decisions and, and all the different things. And maybe some of that's true. But Maybe some of that is is true, but there's other things in the Bible that show that it is a equal ground relationship. So one thing I just learned from a podcast that I was listening to called um, Kingdom Sexuality, and if you're a married couple or in a relationship and um, have not heard of this podcast, I, I really fully suggest going listen to it. Like I said, it's called Kingdom Sexuality. It's for married couples. Um, it's all about sex and sex and marriage and it also has stuff for like, there's a premarital section that I'm listening to. Uh, so it's really good. But I just heard this from this podcast that in Genesis, when God created Eve to be his helper, the Hebrew word that was actually used for that is called Ezer. And it actually also means to save or to be strong. It's not just like what we think of as a helper. So when we think of helper, we think of, oh, someone who is the sidekick, someone who is the aide, someone who is less than the person you're helping. But that's actually not what it is. It's actually there in the Bible described as describing God. And God's not subservient to us. God is the creator. He created 
us as well to be Ezer, to be a helper. And that meant that he didn't actually put us on the earth to be subservient to men. Like, there are a lot of people to think. God actually put women on the earth to help men in their weak points, to do what he cannot do. The, when he created Adam, Adam couldn't do everything, and he saw he needed help. He saw he needed an equal helper to do the things that he could not, that he wasn't made to do. And that's when he created women. So that is a team. A team works together to aid in each other's weaknesses with their strengths. How beautiful is that? Even if you don't believe in God, can't you agree that that design is beautifully made? Relationships are a team effort. They are not a prince and a damsel. And the prince is going to make everything better. It is a team effort doing work together every single day. And we got to remember that. And as a, if you are single and your head's in the clouds with emotions and, and the fantasies, you're going to have to do some work because you're just going to fail. If that's all you want is that fantasy relationship without putting in the work, without all the things, you're going to fail. So back to our love stories. I don't want you to hear that we can't have a passionate love story unique to ourselves. We, we definitely can't because I know that's a big thing in fantasy is those passionate love stories or fiction or whatever you want to call it. But we definitely can. We just need to stop comparing it to others and to the media we consume. Stop comparing your relationships to the media you consume. I And they're funny to watch because I know they're making jokes, but there's an underline of some of the TikToks that I see in book in the book talk of women reading certain scenes in these these books and then trying to get their husbands to do the same thing. And it's like, guys, that's not that's fantasy. That might not actually even be realistic to do. Um, or like the thirst traps. Like I've seen a couple TikToks of women trying to get their husbands to do the exact same thirst trap that they just watched. And it's like, that's not real life. So we need to stop comparing our, our relationships to the media we consume. And I'm going to be honest, I never thought I'd get my own love story. Um, I honestly thought thought this. And back in May of 2022, I was actually giving up. I told God I was going to stop looking and just serve him on my, I, I just, I couldn't do it anymore. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to work in the church. I'm going to just do what he wants me to do. I'm going to follow him. I'm going to share his love to these kids, be there for him because I was working in youth ministry, be there for them. I'm going to delete all my all my um, dating apps and I'm just going to I'm just going to stop. I just need to stop because it just I had a lot of issues. I got I some guy tried to Nigerian prince me after like 48 hours. That was ridiculous. Um, there were guys that would just gaslight me or they'd ghost me or just it was just so much disappointing work. And I was just and they all started the same way. They all started complimenting how beautiful I was and your eyes are gorgeous and la 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 and like giving me all these things that they thought I wanted to hear. And it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard this before. What do you what else do you got? What else are you are you even are you even interested? Or are you just are you just bored? Is is what a lot of it felt. So um, oddly enough, on my brother's birthday in May of 2022, um, I was deleting all my dating apps. I, I was getting on the accounts and deleting them permanently and not pausing them, not inactive, literally deleting the accounts. 
So, because I was, I was dead serious about doing this. I even told my best friend Sammy, who's on the Pixie Dust Twins with me, that I was done with dating because of the crap I was going through with the last couple guys. And, and we, I mean, we only, we didn't even meet. And these boy, these boys were just, bleh. so I was done. And I remember it like yesterday. I was sitting on my couch and I was in front of the TV and I had one, I was, I deleted all of them. I think Christian Mingle, um, Bagel Meets Coffee, uh, what was the other one? Christian Mingle Bagel Meets Coffee and there was one other one. No, I did not do Tinder. Um, there was one other one I deleted. Well, I was going to my fourth one. I had four dating apps. Not that I did them all at the same time, but like randomly I would go between them hoping there was other people, but they all ended up being the same people. Um, so I was going to the last one and my last one was Bumble. And I opened up Bumble right away. And when, and when you open up Bumble, Bumble you see a uh, profile like right away. Um, and the profile that was in front of me was my now fiance. And I had this weird little like hesitation spark, not like a, I'm, I'm in love spark. I mean, like, just like a stop, stop and look, Ashley, like, just, just hold on. Don't, don't go to the account at the moment. Just look at him. Just, just take a minute. And (laughs) I took an hour. So during this hour, I kept going back and I'm like, I I kept my phone open because if you get out of the app, you lose the, you lose the profile. So I kept the app open and I would, I kept looking at it and I would just kind of put the phone to the side. And then I finally like scrolled down to like read his stuff. And then I would go back to his pictures and I just, for an hour, I like debated. I was praying. I was, I just didn't know what to do because I'm like, I just told Samantha I was stop. I was done. I was not going to do this. I'm not going to date anymore. I could have very easily just said, screw it. I said, no, go to my account, delete. Never would have met him. I'm really, 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 really glad I didn't do that. Um, so I, I finally, I finally swiped and to be honest, he wasn't someone I normally swipe right to. I'm going to be honest. And I think I've told him this. If have, if not, and you're listening to it now, babe, you weren't. But that's okay. Because um, I have, I, I had this type my whole life. Samantha knows it. I, I had a certain physical type that I, that I went towards. And I'm not talking about like, like physique, like abs and whatnot. I'm talking like, I, most of the guys I talked to or, um, talked to or dated were like dark haired, dark eyes, uh, usually not always the same ethnicity as me. Um, just very, very different. My fiance is very, very different from who I normally would like try to talk to, which is probably why it actually worked. Cause I was looking in all the wrong places. Anyways. Um, so I finally like swiped right after praying about it and feeling good about it. Uh, cause God tends to like, shove a brick wall in my face when I'm doing something I'm not supposed to. So I didn't feel any brick walls. So I'm like, okay, well, just I'll I'll swipe. I'll just swipe and see if we match. We matched. (laughs) We matched right away. And I started the conversation because on Bumble, you start the conversation. And I was actually today, um, I thought I deleted my, my, my whole account on Bumble, but apparently I just snoozed it. Um, which I'm fine with because it still allows me to look in and see uh, my very, the very first conversation I had with Brett. Um, so I can actually, I scrolled all the way back to May of 2022 and read it and he didn't start off the conversation with, um, oh, you're so beautiful. I love your eyes. Like he didn't do that. He was the first guy in the 10 years, 10, 12 years that I had been on dating apps 
that didn't do that. And I was like, oh, this is different. Like he admitted he didn't know how to start the conversation. And I'm like, oh, this is a good different. This is different. So um, we started our conversation on May of 20, May 24th of 2022. And just, just right away, we just, we talked all the time and it was different. It felt different. I didn't feel like he was trying to um, gaslight me with all these compliments. I didn't, I didn't feel like he was being ingenuine. Like he felt genuine in everything he was telling me. Like it just felt different. Like girls, I feel like girls, you know what I'm talking about. Like you can talk to somebody even over text and you're like, Mm, yeah, you are full of crap. Um, and I've talked to enough of those guys to know when it's different. Uh, so it it was. And it took a month for us, really him, to be ready for an in-person date. I wanted to meet him very, the very first week. He's like, no, let's take our time. He took four weeks. And I will never let him live that down. But I'm glad, I'm glad he did because I think he needed that time. Um, but I remember opening the door and just, I think a part of me in the back of my mind was like, this, this is it, Ashley. This is it. Like, I don't think I, I don't think I consciously knew, but subconsciously, I think my conscious was like, mm, yeah, this is it. Uh, and it, it took, it, it took him longer. It took him many, many months later to like knowing that he loved me uh, and knowing that I was who he wanted to spend the rest of his life with, which is fine. He 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 can take his time. That was fine. I already knew, so I was ready to go just whenever he was ready. And he knows that too. He knows that I was ready pretty quick. Um, but we we it was probably that November, I think, when we finally told each other we loved each other, and um, he proposed this past December. So about a year later, after we confessed uh, that we loved each other. Uh, and, but there was no really over the top crazy things. Like we, it, it wasn't like this crazy like notebook situation or, or she's all that or 10 things I hate about you or, um, Disney, Disney, anything, any, but insert romantic comedy. It wasn't there. It wasn't like that. We spent time together. We, um, hung out. We talked. We have a lot of the same similar similar things we like, football and and gaming and and Star Wars and we did go on a vacation together for the first time for like a year after we started talking, but it, it's not it wasn't this crazy over the top thing like romantic comedies, but it was ours and it is ours and it still is ours cuz it's still going on. And to a writer and being a writer, it's a very mundane way for a love story to start. Uh, if you want to capture somebody's attention, you usually do something a little bit bigger. But it's reality. And you meet and you talk and you hang out. And at some point you decide you want to be with each other in more committed ways. And honestly, that's more beautiful in my opinion because it's real. Uh, it's so real. And it's it's beautiful. And I'm I'm so thankful for our story. Even if it's not... The Disney prince saving story that I wanted when I was a child. And that's okay. And for my ones who are still waiting for their prince or your damsel, stop comparing yourself when you start meeting people to the fictional world, worlds in your mind. I know it was detrimental for myself. I know that's why certain relationships did not happen. 
which is good. I'm glad they didn't. But stop comparing yourself now. Like, start learning that now. We need to live in the real world. We need to get out of the fictional world sometimes. And maybe you're a single and you're listening to this and you're like, Ashley, I've lived in the real world. That's why I'm not in a relationship. And if that is the case, I get it. It's fine. You might want to be single the rest of your life. Great. I'm just talking to the girls and boys that are like me. That Disney lied to us and we got hurt because of it. Or we have to literally retrain our brains because of it. So so that's who this episode is technically for. But if you are meeting someone right now, like explore to see if you can be a team that you compliment your weaknesses and 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 they comp or they compliment your weaknesses and you compliment theirs. Being a team in is just the strongest form of love that I've experienced so far. Not just in my romantic relationship with Brett, like being a team together is just an amazing part of our relationship and working together and talking about things and and deciding things together. It, I love that. And I love that we can be that kind of team because that shows me how much he loves me by bringing me into those conversations and decisions. And 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 I hope he feels the same way when I bring him into those conversations, when I have things that I'm trying to decide on. Um, that is a strong form of love, in my opinion. Um, but it's also in my faith as well. Like if you are in the Christian faith and you believe in God, think about think about your relationship with God, with Jesus. You are a team with God. God wants us to do things together with him as a team. Learn about him together. Share his love together. It is the strongest form of love to work together as a team. Yes, God is our Lord and Savior, and yes, he is, uh, like, way up here in the stratosphere, and he is king of all kings and lord of all lords, but he still loves us and works with us as a team. I mean, look at Jesus. He let Jesus come down on this earth with us, and, um, well, not us, because we weren't around, but he worked with 12 disciples. He had a team he worked with, and yes, they screwed up, but he still worked with them. And he used his strengths to cover their weaknesses. Pretty amazing. Uh, so yeah, Disney inadvertently lied to us. But that doesn't mean you won't find your love story. Doesn't mean that it's not there somewhere. Now, this, this episode was really just about helping you, or really about mindset. And, and talking about how we need to get out of that fantasy world mindset. It's still, it's not bad to read those things and I'm still going to read those things and, and, and still experience them in my, in my imagination. But, um, that sounded wrong, but you know what I mean? Um, but it, it, what we need to do is, is stop trying to compare it. Stop trying to compare our real life relationships to fantasy because fantasy is just that it's fantasy. So I, I hope you get something out of this. If you completely disagree with me on everything, that's okay. We're not going to agree on everything. We're all different. We're all flawed. We all have our own personalities and our own minds and our own thoughts and feelings. Um, but you are more than welcome to let me know what your thoughts and feelings are on my uh, website because I will be posting the uh, script of this, um, the write-up that I did of this episode. Um, so you are more than welcome to uh, go in there and tell me how you feel good or bad. Don't care. I'd love to hear your opinions. Maybe you'll have a different insight than I did. I'd love to work with you as a team. <laughs> <laughs>
Anyways, uh, so yeah, um, next week, and it will be next week. I thought about doing it tomorrow on Sunday, but I'm just like, you know what? No, because the amount of topics I have, I just need to spread it out for the rest of the month. But next week, uh, one thing that I really want to share is transitioning tips from transitioning from being single to being in a committed relationship. Because guys, I learned so much about myself um, when I transitioned from just me to me and him. And and the tips I'm going to be sharing are like, this is the mindset I had going into this. And this is what I had to learn from this mindset. Like, I'm not going to be sharing like specifics between me and him. I'm just going to be sharing like, these are things that you might want to think about or might want to get ready for when you walk into a relationship. So yeah, come next week and we will talk about transitioning from single to relationship because if you've been as single you've been single as long as I have been single it is a transition it's a good transition with some difficult processes but it is it is a transition nonetheless uh so family thank you so much for coming by and listening I hope you enjoyed uh my rant and my love story and I'd love to hear your love story because like I said every love story is beautiful in whatever way you met them whether it was in high school or maybe you did meet at work or maybe um, you did have a grandiose moment who knows Um, but I'd love to hear your love story so you can also go share that on my website in the comments as well so have a great rest of your week I hope you're having a great February I know Valentine's Day is this coming Wednesday. So good luck. And I hope um, if you're in a relationship right now, you uh, have a great time together, whatever you guys decide to do. And if you're single, I hope you find some friends to just go and hang out with and and uh, celebrate your friendship together. I think we can do that, even though it's a day of technically relationship love. We still have love for our friends. It's just a different type of love. So have a great week. Happy Valentine's Day early, and I will see you next Saturday. Bye.